wonder mm. what the perks are of being a national selector free air tickets here <laughs> job you putting a hand up for the job bro no nah. <laughs> Welcome back to Sri Lankan Cricket Podcast with Vidya and Bora. This episode is sponsored by nobody. We don't have a sponsor yet. Um in this episode we are going to talk about uh, National Super League which is happening in Sri Lanka uh and the National Sports Council's decisions about Sri Lanka cricket including the new selection committee which hasn't been uh, appointed yet. We are still waiting for that news. Um and there's a England uh, Lions tour happening in Sri Lanka and we're going to talk about that as well. So Bora, what should we start with? <laughs> yeah, straight jump in straight into it. The hottest property in Sri Lanka cricket at the moment would be Nishan Madhushka. The guy yeah. um on the back of a good domestic season now he's you know smashing runs out against the Lions. So we'll see him in action pretty much on the next series. That's my gut feeling. So it depends if it's or if it's a test match or what not. I feel he'll be in that squad. Mm. Um but on the back of things there are a lot of uncertainty in Sri Lanka cricket like we are always used to. Um when things are getting a bit of momentum um there's shuffle shuffling happening um international cricket in asia is very similar so uh, bangladesh um is going to get a new coach uh, in a guy who they had before which was um hatu uh, at the moment then pakistan's got there going back in time a bit with uh, mickey arthur sri yeah. lanka probably might be the next one on the list so for the moment chris silver woods running the jo- job for us but come a, come then once the world cup ends generally we we tend to reset there as well who knows um but then sri lanka is known for the shufflings of selectors that are driven by the administration so um that's where we are at something for us to discuss um probably a good way to you know have a look back at what the current selectors have done in terms of where they wanted to go out to um i'm sh- i'm sure there's a lot of there's a few positives we can talk about them um there might be a few setbacks which is a given it's not a easy task because um this is something i learned uh probably after moving or once cricket slowly wind out is in sri lanka any any national team you represent you go number one there's only 11 spots to fill it's a squad of 15 and you've got 100 120 domestic cricketers fighting for that so um and then amidst this you got to make stay take the emotions out of it and make some tight selection calls that's made in the best interest of the current team as well as looking into the future so um but we are we've come to avenue where there'll be a new set of selectors coming in um that will be i think under will be authorized by the sports minister he seems to have you know developed something different but um I'm not sure there's elections around the corner does that mean his seat is under uh, is up for grabs as well so um if you're a player 
this is the amount of uncertainty that's happening from an administrative point of view and some players you know feel the brunt of it yeah i think this selection committee they haven't finished their job i didn't personally like the selector promote the vikram singer but i like the chairman selector promote the vikram singer because he stuck to his guns and especially with this group he's given them a run and uh, that shows with the results so you know with work with the way we played in the world cup and the way we played in india we knew this was going to come and yeah it'll it'll be interesting to see because this means some of the senior players might just walk into the team will that help sri lanka cricket i'm not sure like he you don't want to change too many things you need certainty and and the way things are going the way um when when you hear the statements uh in media especially from arjuna ranatunga sanaj jayasurya i can see something brewing <laughs> we might see big changes uh, you're right we will have to give credit to the former selection committee the job they they did how do you say they released some of the fitness uh standards like they relaxed some of the fitness standards you know um they demanded to yeah. uh, allow some of the players to come in yeah i don't know maybe that helped with our, some of our results as well so there's you know there's wins and loses losses there as well but yeah they did some good things but in in a high performance environment it's a given you're going to have this rotation you not be i mean player these guys who are holding positions are not there like forever so they their tenure ends then a bit of refresh new ways of thinking so um what you what you want from the new guys coming in is okay what can they make things um better than what it was not be in a scenario where we are trying to find a whole new 11 players into this squad so it's about transitioning through some of the players that have been good mm-hmm. and then what can we um do to make i think the short term target in everyone's thoughts are the world cup so what how can we you know prepare well and what's our best squad to meet that tournament um that's where some of i mean the senior players we talk about have they haven't played much cricket so everyone when we talk about all these players we always think about all the good times but that's you know that's some time back it's not yeah. in the current form mm. so uh that's where you got to sometimes take some of the emotions out of things it's because it's a good feeling you only see the good performance but um um there's that um there's that interest in saying in finance um past performance is not an indication of future performance <laughs> so, so it applies to high performance athletes as well um so yeah. you, you got to i feel you got a probably angelo matthews i think is a front runner to come in because we do see that middle order um having that challenge we've got a good set of top order batters mm. uh, and then we've got uh, again a decent set of that lower middle order players where dasun um, charmika vanitu hasaranga find themselves in mm. it's that 
um, the gap that's between the middle top order and the low order. That's where I think Angelo Matthews comes into the picture yeah. um, to steady that and be able to, you know, work work the situation through that middle. No, so we are, we are talking about 50 over World Cup. So you're right. Like if you look at the names, Bora, Angelo Matthews yeah. is a front runner. Usal Janit, Chandramal, yeah. and maybe Dimut. Those are the four players who who are in the mix. I don't see anyone else who can come into yeah. this white ball team. What worries me is like when when you are improving, you can see clearly that we are improving. Maybe not the yeah. way, not the rate we want it to be, but we are improving. But yeah. Will this slow us down or will this send us back? So, just yeah. a, short answer, correct, a short answer to that, with, uh, like you said, um, let's take out some of the top players. You said um, Chandimal, Kusal Janit, wicketkeeper bats, hmm. top order. Kusal Mendes is a wicketkeeper bat, top order. Um, now we've got this young batter in Nishan Madushka, who's a wicketkeeper bat, top order. Um, do you, and then so if you take the wicket keeping aspects of things, Kusal Mendes, I think, hasn't done much wrong. Mm. If you get the top order batting point of view, where this Chand, um, Kusal uh, Janit to Dimut Karunaratna uh, names come in to bat long, you've got to understand we've got a mix of Kusal Mendes, Avishka Fernando, who's come back from injury, he knows he's got quality there. Um, so how do you manage this set of players? Do you bring the three of them back and then we, we, we don't see much of a transition? Or do you go, all right, Kusal Mendes is the keeper um, and then Nishan Madushka as the second keeper as a build-up and potential to play while we have the top border bats? Kusal Janit, yes, we, we all like that flamboyant style. Um, but we're also talking 50 over cricket here. So how do we go about it? How's his record been in 50 over cricket? Um, what has he been up to in preparation? We don't want a, uh, just a person through a, you know, a media hype to walk into a team. Um, what's his performance? Where, where is his, like at the moment, like there's a lot of T20 cricket being played in world cricket. Yeah. There are four to five, four tournaments being played. Yeah. And there's a demand for batters to play there. So then you got to think, okay, if these players are ready, are they getting offers to go out and play yes. there? If not, why aren't they getting the offers? Because um, these are all data-driven. You know, a lot yeah. of these uh, player picks are data-driven. So are there underlying facts that we don't know or have we choose to not look at it because we are here, like we've you know set we've got set methods to get players in. It's not like we play 30, 40 one day games a year like we used to be. So you can't just bring in a player expecting him to perform. And if they are not playing in T20 leagues, that means they are not playing enough quality cricket. They can be good players. So it's a call you have to make. It's a 
for me, it's a gamble, Bora. I would rather go with the group of players we have been playing with. But there's a case for that middle order. We talked about it earlier. So, so what they have to do is what Nishan Madushki is doing. Scoring double hundreds and uh, make a case. That's what Vandor did. That was That's what Dimut Karnatha did. Even Angelo Matthews, that's what they did. Like they scored double hundreds and you get noticed. Uh, he's doing the right thing. You made it. You made that call. So Sri Lanka, we don't have much cricket. Bora, we are playing in yeah. New Zealand uh, in March. Yeah. Uh, we got three one days there and two tests. We still have a chance to make the World, World Test Championship final if we beat New Zealand in both games. We are still not out of it. We put out a poll asking our listeners who did well in India in January. Uh, most of you have said Sri Lanka did better uh, than New Zealand. So that gives us hope when we travel to New Zealand, we'll be able to uh, win against them in New Zealand. Talking about India, Bora, Shubhan Gill is having the best time in his career at the moment. He's scoring runs for fun. Um, yeah. Australia just landed in uh, India to play the Border Gavaskar Trophy. Uh, Usman Kawaja had some trouble with visas and uh, finally he's in India now. This is going to be a very interesting series. Good test for you. Australia going out there. Um, I think they are in for the proper test of cricket in this calendar year. They go India and then Ashes um, in England. So yeah. it's going to be a good test. They'll, I mean, they'll have some struggles there. That's where uh, their management or their leadership teams will be tested. Um, for what we can understand is they, the way Australia prepares is they get certain players, resources in to transition out uh, into conditions. Um, like, for example, in India, um, they do use local resources to prepare for it. There is, um, they've, I mean, in the past, there was a spin consultant or a batting consultant who worked with them. I think now in the media, you kind of see they've um, taken on a spinner who bowls like Ashwin to train yeah. uh, for them. So they are trying to adapt to conditions. They did that in uh, Sri Lanka, remember? We used to have someone who bowls like Morali. And I remember they yeah. would ban him from uh, attending uh, team Correct. training because he bowls the Dustra and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so that's modern games. And there's a lot of... because. Social media is about, um, there is more avenues like domestic players can, you know, put them on, on platforms for teams to discover. There is a lot of talent scouts about now with franchise cricket um, and the IPL, you know, spreading their wings to overseas franchises. The IPL teams are now venturing out to, you know, I mean, the biggest uh, venturing out they've done is into women's cricket, where mm. um, most of the IPL teams own um, women's franchises as well. Like, I think the biggest one I've noticed was the team Virat Kohli plays for the Royal Challengers. Royal Challengers, yeah. uh, Royal Challengers Bangalore signed up or they brought a franchise and the following day on Puma, 
the Virat Kohli goes guess the player, and I'm that's a main sponsor of of Puma going uh, who's gonna sign up. I'm pretty sure it's Harpreet Kaur, yeah, the women's team, uh, Indian women's team batter, and she's the captain. So she's the signing they're gonna unveil. So there's a lot of money coming into women's cricket now through the IPL. I wouldn't be surprised if Lisa Healy might go on to be a you know, a person, one of the highest paid franchise yeah. players for the IPL. Um, I don't I mean, know why. Most of the Aussie women cricketers will go. I reckon Elisa Perry and Healy might be in the million dollars, uh, close to that. I have a feeling. I don't know. Um, yeah. Might be too early to call it or might look like a fool, but I won't be surprised mm-hmm. if they hit that number. You called it first. Uh, well, yeah, so, so that's where cricket's developing really fast in terms of like if you think back, if you're an IPL owner, where do you get money? So that's how they've you know scaled up in terms of they've gone to overseas franchises, own that, they've um, owned into women's cricket. That's another avenue where there's more money coming in. Sri Lanka's missing the boat where they could have opened up franchises to IPL teams um, yeah. uh, to be there to position themselves with money coming into the country or to the game in Sri Lanka. These are what I think the administrators have to start thinking. Yeah, now that is massive for women's cricket, Bora. That's the best thing happened to women's cricket because that will bring out a whole set of new players into the game. There'll be lots of young girls who will watch the game uh, because they'll be on TV. Uh, talking also about opens up with, uh, more job opportunities. Yes. For yes. Coaches, yeah. backroom staff, yeah. administrators. We're talking about proper franchise setup. It's not like provincial doing where you assemble a few coaches and just play for a couple of weeks. This is a proper franchise where they'll have their training and they'll have their off-season. Like, you know, it'll it'll create more opportunities for everyone. Being mindful of time might be a good way to wrap up for today in terms yep. of what we discussed. Hmm. Hopefully uh, this week we should see some more development of um, Sri Lanka cricket's appointment of authorities. Um, yeah. Or, you know, see where the selection panel names are. I think Mm. there's a bit of tussle going back and forth. Some of the candidates who applied for it or put their names in. We'll do an emergency pod if they announce it midweek. I think the... All right, let's put it this way with it. Just a good way to finish up. Um, We know the selectors, you know, musical chairs, they do keep coming around. uh, I'm just trying to think who will be a common candidate who will be uh, coming in. Uh, hey, Mantha Vikramaratna might be one. <laughs> he's, he's normally there. Uh, Kalvitarna might be one. He yeah, okay. finds himself where. Um, then I'm just yeah putting out yeah. names who just have been always in and, ins and outs. It all depends on who's going to be the chairman selector, I think. Basically, yeah. whoever is the chairman selector, he'll decide who is going to be the rest of the panel. I think. Be around <laughs> it. Yeah. Wonder yeah. what the perks are of being a national selector. Free air tickets. 
Yeah, job. You putting a hand up for the job, bro? Nah. <laughs> I think there's a selection. I think there's a requirement. You need to play a national game or something. Really? So. I don't, I don't know. Think, I don't think you have that anymore. Yeah, they might have tweaked it as well. Yeah. Things change. But I think a good way to wrap up, hope everyone um, enjoyed the little chat we had about Sri Lanka cricket and where things are headed. Love some of the comments that are coming in. Um, some of keep, you know, answering our polls. We try to come up with some fun, you know, really fun ones. And the more feedback we get gets us talking about subjects we might have not even thought about so yeah. um, keep sending those in we'll talk to you next week cheers everyone all right bye-bye